When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So there's like a little delay uh, on my video connection with Bradley. So everything you do is happening like three seconds later, which is super entertaining for me. And the listener doesn't get to have the same show I get. This is the Colleen and Bradley Lucky. show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. What up? Well, I'll tell you what's up. Uh, as predicted, we have a um, an update on Ghislaine Maxwell. Mm-hmm. So we did know that yesterday she was going to be appearing in court to put in her plea. And as predicted, she pled not guilty. Bye. Bye. Of Bye. course she did. Like, I didn't know anything. Yeah. So... Uh, anyway, this is all at her bail hearing on Tuesday. This was held by video conference um, because of the coronavirus. And I wanted to ask, I have a, I have a question or I have a concern. Okay, well, I'm a concern. legal expert in my it, This actually time. isn't a legal thing. This is more of like a speculatory well, I'm aside. a speculatorist. Um, that's what we get paid for. So, okay. So there were two accusers who were represented at this bail hearing. Okay. One of them was a woman who requested that a written statement be read aloud and attributed to attributed it attributed to her anonymously. Okay. Um, and in her statement, she said all the things that we would expect that she would say, right? That like Ghislaine Maxwell was central to Jeffrey Epstein's grooming and raping um, and trafficking young women. And that yeah. without, without Ghislaine, Jeffrey would have not been able to mm-hmm. carry out what he carried out. Um, she, of course, went by the name Jane Doe. Uh, but what I thought was interesting was this article in the Huffington Post says part of the reason Jane Doe was afraid to speak out in court was because after emerging as a witness in a past case involving Maxwell, she received a phone call in the middle of the night threatening the life of her two-year-old child mm. if she testified. Okay. She says that she believes that Maxwell has the resources to disappear at a moment's yeah. notice and to make others disappear mm. if needed. To which I would say, yeah, I feel like we've got a lot of information about this person. Well, who yeah, I'm sure to remain anonymous. It's possible that Ghislaine knows who it is. I mean, if she's saying that somebody called, Ghislaine's like, "Well, who'd that call?" You know what I mean? Like, uh, sure, but I, I think maybe she doesn't know where the danger's coming from. Okay. So in an abundance of caution, she's just trying to maintain her anonymity. Well, I'm just, you know, listen, I just think the enormous bravery it takes for the victims 
to be speaking up um, at all. Hell yeah. Yeah. So any like I cannot imagine because I'm the kind of person if something and, you know, this could change if this were actually a reality. I don't know. I'm speculating, too, but I'm a speculatorist, as mm-hmm. I told you. That if uh, I would probably be the one in the story of, um, let's just go down like a, just a really sad story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if I were a part of this group, I think I'd be the one who was like, yeah, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to, like if there's something I can do, great. But for the most part, I'm, I don't, I'm not, I'm not getting in the middle of this. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm just one of those people that would probably run from because and you know cowardice i don't know whatever you want to call it i just can't imagine the amount of courage and the amount of um re traumatization that these women are going through like so what i'm really saying is that i'm extremely um i mean proud doesn't seem the right word because i don't know these women but i'm I, i marvel at their bravery yeah Absolutely. Absolutely. And and, and you have to imagine, and again, speculatory, that there has to be a trade off, like the cost to grief ratio of staying silent Mm -hmm. for them, that like, in order for them to process the trauma, they have somehow decided that they need to be part of how this story wraps up. Yeah. Right. So here's what we do know is that if convicted, Ghislaine Maxwell could be sentenced up to 35 years behind bars. Uh, and, and the trial is set for a year from now, July 12th, 2021, um, which gives them enough time to solve some mysteries. Histories, mysteries. Like, for example... Who is Ghislaine Maxwell married to? What? Oh, this story just breathes life. (laughs) This is so bizarre. Apparently, Ghislaine Maxwell is secretly married, but, quote, refuses to name her mystery spouse. Mystery spouse. Open the door. You got the dud. Yeah, so this is all, this is part of what came out. Um, in the hearing yesterday, uh, that she apparently uh, is married to somebody and she won't say who. Um, attorney Allison Moe, who's one of the three prosecutors on the case, yeah. uh, is the person who spoke about the lack of Jesus to sort of display the lack of transparency on behalf of Ghislaine Maxwell in the filings. Um, she said, that Ghislaine Maxwell, quote, makes no mention whatsoever about the financial circumstances or assets of her spouse, mm-hmm. whose identity she declined to provide to pretrial services. This woman is not playing around. No, she is not. Remember, she wrapped her phone in foil. Right? She <laughs> means it. Mm-hmm. How about this? Did you know about this? That hideaway, that that home that she... 156-acre property that, that she, she bought. Cash for was being protected by ex-British soldier recruited by one of her brothers. Yeah, so ex-British military. Yep. Yep. They, I mean, again, she was serious. It is a little interesting, though, that, like, why wouldn't you just do the, like, international, like, uh, criminal, you know, James Bond bad guy thing mm-hmm. and, like, go away to some island somewhere where there's no extradition treaty? Like, it just seems that that would have been the obvious thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. What do I know about being a ridiculously wealthy and powerful So little, criminal? Bradley. So little. So little. But, um, 
you know, there's stories of other people who have had run-ins with Ghislaine Maxwell and this unnamed man who she, by all accounts, was a couple with, including but not limited to, when they toured that $1 million mm-hmm. hideaway in Bradford, New Hampshire, where they she was like found. They had like assumed names, didn't they? They did. Uh, they were. They gave their names as Scott and Janet, or maybe it was Jen Marshall. Oh. Um, yeah, so they were just like okay, bebopping we're just around. looking for some place to, you know, kick it. Some place to hang out. Got any, you we'll want put, some cash? We can pay cash. Oh my God, I mean, can you me, imagine, by the way? off all the alarm bells. But can you imagine, like, the joy in the eyeballs of the individual who um, oh. owns that property? They're like, yeah. oh, you want to pay cash? Okay, cool. Thanks. Okay, here, oh, let nice. me open up my shopping bag. Please put your cash in. Yes, <laughs> honey, you need, like, you need a few shopping bags. Mm-hmm. For all that cash. Um, and certainly not the kind that rip when you pick them up. Oh, you Let's know, just be real. So there was this other detail, uh, as I'm perusing this article again, um, from the Daily Mail. And this just... So last summer, they tracked her down to Manchester by the sea, and she was living in a $2 million home um, owned by her secret tech lover, Scott Borgerson, whoever that is. I don't know. But my aunt lived in Manchester by the sea. Mm. It's a cute, quaint little town in uh, there's Massachusetts. A whole, there's like a whole movie about it. I think yeah. that movie's kind of sad. It's tragic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't watch that movie. Also, my aunt died in Manchester by the sea. So it's even sadder. I don't really know how to get out of this <laughs> I mean, conversation. I mean, it just, I'm, what I'm saying is, oh, look. Yeah, like ties. I'm totally connected to Ghislaine Maxwell. Mm. Is that, do you want to? Be. I'm just saying, like, I'm at the center of this story, okay. and it oh, becomes man. ever more critical that she be put away for a thousand years. Thank you. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> um. Yeah. So more, more. Well, un- here's the thing about this secret, the secret husband. Like, that's not going to stay secret for long, right? Like, that's. I don't. I mean, unless they were married in a foreign land, I don't see how you can keep that from anyone. Now, maybe they're just like we don't care because that's like not. Well, obviously she's ruthless. Although I would say like, yeah, but she's ruthless and dumb. Like well, yeah, she's because she's wrapping her phone in tinfoil. She wrapped her phone in tinfoil and thought like when the FBI showed it's up, it's like an episode of Scooby Doo. <laughs> That, like, she literally could run to another part of the house and they, what, magically wouldn't find her all of a sudden? Man, if I saw the FBI pulled up, I would walk outside and be like, hey, guys, what took you so long? No, honestly, like, if it weren't for the fact that this is such a, there's so much, you know, awful, terrible, illegal, tragic stuff wrapped up in the story. Yeah. It makes for, like, kind of a funny, comical crime. Yeah story and she's just dumb she's ridiculous the idea that she would hide in the bathroom from the fbi and wrap her cell her cell phone in tinfoil oh and by the way be reading the book written by like on her bedside table was the book written by the attorney that wraps a bunch of the victims. Yeah, and I think mostly to find out like what they knew about her. Yeah. Like, what do these people know about me? Or either that or she's like, mm, they got this wrong. Like, I wonder if she highlighted passages like, oh God, I really wish they wouldn't have described me thus and so. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Turtle, 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 turtle. 
It is a dirt alert, and Elizabeth Reese has showed up and brought her beautiful self yet again to give us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, friends. Um, okay, we got a lot of dirt. There's just a lot happening. You know, it was, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on mm. today, which is exciting. Um, Matt Damon apparently is wreaking havoc on Brooklyn Heights by moving into a luxury penthouse. He closed down an entire street on Tuesday. What? To bring in an include an enormous crane, which oh. reached over 14 stories, to lift his furniture onto his terrace. You said he closed down an entire street. I thought you said he closed on an entire street. <laughs> no, like he I was like, bought the whole street. Whole street? That would be really impressive. That would be impressive. I'm going to buy streets. I got enough houses. Right? Right? They also had to load trees onto his terrace. And so the crane was bringing furniture and trees. I can't imagine that that's that unusual, that cranes are putting furniture into penthouses in New York. Because, I mean, it's a real big pain to get stuff up. Right? That makes sense, actually. And if it's an old building and maybe it doesn't have a big freight elevator, it probably does. I'd much rather use a crane than have to carry that crap up myself. I'm just going to say something about... I'm impressed by people who live in New York, because New York City, because the logistics of living in that type of... It's exhausting. It's exhausting to me. Like, honestly, I cannot... Can you imagine having... And everybody does, like, a dog in New York City? I think there's... Here's what it is with me with New York. And my sisters lived there for six years. So I had a total of six years where I had either one or two sisters Mm -hmm. there. So I would go... I mean, this was when I was in my 20s. So every time there was a flight for 200 bucks, I would just book it. For sure. You know? Because I was, like, just living the life. Yeah. Um, Boy, those were the days. Right? Oh, man. I mean... I lived with my parents, so I didn't pay any rent. Oh, my gosh. Sure, I can just buy a $200 plane ticket. This is no problem. And then I can buy $16 Grey Goose and and sodas. It's fine. Holy buckets. That's literally what they are. Those were the days. Those those days are over. Um, Anyway, it's... You either have to be young and just hungry and okay with living life with lots of inconveniences, Mm -hmm. or you are just totally rich absolutely there's because if there's you're in the no middle in, between. in the middle sounds super so horrible. miserable yes yes <laughs> horrible if you can't shut down an entire block yes what are you even doing yeah to people move got your, all to move your trees up <laughs> they were all getting all worked up in this neighborhood apparently oh, in I'm brooklyn sure. heights and it's um it's like a they call the building the standoffish because it's a little bit hollywood dumped mm. in the middle of the more low-key brooklyn heights is what one neighbor says well, I um, will say Matt Damon ruined my vacation. That is true. Um, this is a true story. About five years ago. How? Because he got we married. Were, he got no. He, he didn't get married. Oh, that's right. He renewed his. He vows. renewed his vows on the island of Saint Lucia the very day that my cruise ship was docking in Saint Lucia, and so I I wanted to snorkel. But- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. 
call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done between uh they call them the pitons they're these two giant like volcanic rocks that shoot out of the water they look like mountains oh, cool and they you can like snorkel between them and it's like the most beautiful thing ever well we couldn't <gasps> because matt damon had shut down the entire beach look at that he's got a habit of shutting to renew things his down. vows oh man mm -hmm. uh, to renew it took his me vows? a whole extra year before i could <laughs> snorkel in paradise elizabeth <laughs> Oh, Bradley, I how mean, did you frankly, live? What if you hadn't lived through that year? What if how something exactly? tragic had happened? What if I had died horribly? Right, in some sort of It would have been Matt Damon's accident. fault. It would have been Matt Damon's fault. <laughs> that your dying wish had not happened. Gosh. I know. It's wow. really good. I Rough hope life, guys. Listening. Rough life. <laughs> really, yeah. Really amused. Um, okay, Viacom CBS has terminated its relationship with Nick Cannon. Oof. This is getting messy. Following an episode of Cannon's class, he made anti-Semitic remarks during this conversation. Um, it was posted on YouTube, and a spokeswoman for the company says, Viacom CBS condemns bigotry of any time, and we categorically denounce all forms of anti-Semitism. We've spoken with Nick Cannon about an episode of his podcast, Cannon's Class, on YouTube, which promoted hateful speech and spread anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. So they said, we're going to terminate our relationship with him he he's the, the stuff he was talking about not good oh it's, it's not, not only good. not good it's like so he's not in a good place no something he going needs on there. to surround himself with people who there's a lot of tinfoil on yeah his head. he yeah. took galaine maxwell's <laughs> tinfoil from her phone and put, and it, put right. it on yes. his head it's interesting because it's always kind of felt like he was the rational one in the mariah carey yeah, that relationship. tells you a that lot you doesn't something. it oh my gosh mm -hmm. it does that was my first thought was like oh okay yeah, because did i not read... just i said this off the air today to bradley and holly i said you start to see how they could be married yes yes, yes. that's just bonkers i know is a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I have a lot of model news to share with you before I go. Oh, so let's, I, that's my favorite. Yeah, there's just tons <laughs> of models that are doing tons of things. So let's talk about it. Supermodel Beverly Johnson is engaged at the age of 67. She says, we've lived through a lot of the same things. And just finding the love of my life at this point in my life has been amazing. Aww. I think that's really nice. I love that. I know. Her her um, husband-to-be is a financier. Is that how you say it? Financier. We're, we're not rich enough not, to know, Elizabeth. I, I would say financier. <laughs> I yeah. think that the British have a there's like a bar um, called like a uh, like a pate like a dessert. Isn't it called like a financier? Yeah, probably. I, I don't, like I don't watch those British. Of course, I only shows. can understand the food based on the reference. Food. I, that's so good. So he's seventy. And um, I just thought it was an interesting story. You know, a lot of people are familiar with her. She was the first black woman on the cover of Vogue in 1974. And she said, as I was breaking boundaries in the fashion industry, he was doing the same on Wall Street. Mm. And um, they met and, um, and then are engaged. And I just thought it was such a lovely story that at that point in their life, it's 67 and 70, which, by the way, they both they look like they're about 40 and 45, FYI, yeah. um, that then they found their true love. What a joy. That is that is very. It is. I love love. It's beautiful. Chrissy Teigen is a model, and she has blocked one million people on Twitter. Oh, this, this is a crazy. I need story. to understand how that. How do you get that function? I have no idea. She block chained over one million people. I don't know how she did that. One million people today, and I'm still flooded with sick psychopaths. 
So please spare me the just ignore them. They're just trolls. Anyhow, I'll do my best to stop entertaining them. They have definitely been living for this and have zeroed in on only me. What's happened is that there's this weird conspiracy theory Mm -hmm. um, linking her to Jeffrey Epstein. Disgraced financier. (laughs) Mm. Disgraced, I think, is like a... He's also dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. I've been watching the Jeffrey Epstein thing. Oh, oh my good. gosh. And so Elizabeth. Yeah, I'm on. I've just, I'm only two episodes in. There's four episodes. Yeah. But you get a lot in those two you episodes. You sure do. And you'll power through those other two. And then you're going to be so, so fascinated by all things Ghislaine Maxwell. Well, I right had now. to take a break because I actually watched it a few weeks ago. And then I had to take a little bit of a break because I watched that. And then I watched, um, the the new one about the USA Gymnastics sexual oh, yeah. abuse. Mm-hmm. Athlete and I was like, ah, I gotta take a break. Yeah. Um, anyway, Chrissy Teigen slamming trolls who claimed that she was part of the convicted pedophile's circle and traveled on his fleet of private jets. Her name has never been linked to those flights, and she would have been a minor at the time that these allegations have happened, but then Twitter like lost its mind, and so now they've all been talking about it. Oh, Twitter lost its mind? Weird, I know. Twitter is a is dark it a day? Did it ever is it have a day its mind? ending in day? Never had its mind. And Tyra Banks, another supermodel, the new host of Dancing with the Stars, also the executive producer of the show. Be kind of interesting this to is, see the direction is, that this one takes. This is the Tyraist thing in the world. So Tyra. Yeah, right? So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Elizabeth Reese. Thanks, friends. That was some Thank good you, dirt Elizabeth. today. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. 651 651- 641-1071 to play the 30 second pop culture challenge. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds. Who's on the phone today, Kelly? Who's on the phone, Holly? We have Cheryl. Cheryl's on the line, and what is Cheryl playing for? Cheryl's playing for this. An access code to an early digital screening of the movie Radioactive starring Rosamund Pike. Fabulous. Cheryl, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Oh, I'm ready, guys. All right. Will you buckle up? Here we go. (laughs) What is the name of the NBC streaming service? Uh, N-S-C-C. Nope. Tyra Banks co-created and hosted what reality competition series? Uh, Top Model. Enter Sandman is a song by what metal band? Anything? Did, Did we, we lose, lose her? her? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Cheryl. I'm sorry. I Cheryl did not win Cheryl. the 30-second pop culture challenge. However. She can try again tomorrow. She absolutely yeah. can because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Okay, let's get to the questions Cheryl did not get. Correct. What is the name of the NBC streaming service? That would be Peacock. Let me see your. Peacock. That's a song. Um, Thank you. 
Enter Sandman is a song by Metallica. Alfred, what? Ma- Matt Damon and Ben Affleck won an Oscar for their screenplay of what? Goodwill Hunting, allegedly. Who is the lead singer of the band uh, Moron Five? Cute. I, oh, I'm sorry, Maroon Five. That would be my boyfriend, Adam Levine. Thank you. And now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Ooh, hot celebrity gossip mystery. Mm. Here we go. Here's our first mystery. This uh, married A-list talk show host couldn't wait to be able to go back to work so he could hook up again with the new staffer he hired back in December. What? Who was hired because she was having sex with the host. Mm, Jimmy Fallon? Ew. Yeah, because the the only reason that popped into my mind is because Jimmy Fallon, the headlines yesterday were that he's back in studio. Oh, fill in the blanks. Jimmy Fallon couldn't He's wait filling in the blanks. to be able to go back to work at 30 Rock so he could hook, hook up again with a new staffer that he hired back in December who was hired because she was having adult relations with Jimmy Fallon. Wait, so she got the job because they were doing it? Yes. Oh, okay. A little okay. pay to play. I feel like that might backfire at some point. I feel like if you're making that decision... Read Matt Lauer. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. Next. Ish to pew. Thank you. Next. Here we go. <laughs> That's a song. Thanks, Brad. The mayor of this very wealthy Los Angeles suburb is determining whether he can force this YouTube star to pay for testing and contact tracing for the 200 people who attended a party at his house over the weekend. Ooh. Uh, a wealthy L.A. suburb mayor. Are we supposed to know who that is? Uh, n- not the mayor. But the oh. YouTube star. I bet it's like one of those boys. Um, those yeah, guys. The, the, the blondes. Looter? The looter and his Was it the brother. Yes. Paul. The Paul boys. Jake and Ryan. Yes. It's Bob. Jake. What's the other one? Jake, Paul, though. Mm. All right. Go for it. So and where does he live? Calabasas? Thank you. Mm-hmm. So let me fill in the blank for you. So the mayor of Calabasas, California, a very wealthy L.A. suburb, is determining whether he can force Jake oh. Paul to pay for testing and contact tracing for the 200 people who went to a party at his house over the what weekend. Headline, Calabasas mayor outraged after YouTube star Jake Paul throws weekend mansion party. What an idiot. What, are, what is wrong with people? Not a single person in this footage is wearing a mask or practicing social distancing like they would if they're going to a Jake Paul party in Calabasas. Dumb. Wow. Dumb. Dumb. Wow. dumb There's dumb, a bulldozer? Dumb. Why not? Wow. Okay. Yeah. People are so dumb. Oh, uh, I feel bad for California. How old is he? Old enough to know better. Well, that's my question. Like, d- Does he have a prefrontal cortex? Fully formed? I don't know. Doesn't seem 22. like it. Okay. Well, maybe just barely. Oh, gosh. I would not have taken myself seriously at the age of 22. But you know what? You would have not done something like this. That's true. Yeah. Next. Mostly because I didn't live in Calabasas and have a bunch of money that I don't need. True. And friends that aren't really my friends and only because I'm popular. Mm. Blinded by the idol. 
another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Yes! Yes! Alfred. This A-plus list mostly movie actor has hooked up with his A-list mostly movie actress ex within the past two weeks. Mm. Shocker. Oh. Oh, that's personal. Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. No, that's not true. Well, it could be Angelina. Well, yeah, but more than likely it's Jennifer Aniston. However, Mm. it could be Angelina. But basically what the blind item says is that Brad Pitt has hooked up with either Angelina Jolie or Jennifer Aniston Mm. within the past two weeks. Well, that's not smart money on Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, that. Yeah, I can see Jennifer Aniston be like, well, okay. I mean, honestly, like I, I don't know. Like, I hope they're doing it. Why? Because I just think you know, it, it's no pressure. That's a bad idea. Like they're not doing. I don't think it's a good idea. I'm just saying, like you know, at least with all the rumors, they should at least be reaping some of the benefits, right? Or at least why not? If they both know the terms of right. the situation, they're both adults. Uh, they're it's both- never no. That's ne- going back to things. Never ever is a good idea. It's never going to be what you want it to be. It's never going to be as good. Maybe they don't sound like old. Well, maybe they were just horny. Yeah, you never know. I know, but there are easier ways to be horny. Um, but then you, at least, you like you know what to expect, right? You like you're like, well, sorry, I'm just. I saying. know how that thing goes. Mm-hmm. Next, next. Oh boy, you guys are really. Fun. I know we're hungry today. We're hungry. All right. Well, well now you're just well, bringing now us I easy ha- ones, well, man. Give us to- something to work on. Now I have to find something. One moment, please. Mm, okay. okay. We will wait. Can you find something with, like, I don't know, sex dungeons or, like, aging Hollywood stars? Uh, no, but I can talk to you about something that is not involved in any of those. Okay. okay. Thank you. <laughs> so, we'll take we'll it. Have to, we'll have to explain a little, uh, put a little context into this. Okay. So, the people behind the attempts on the foreign-born permanent A-list model... Managed to follow through <gasps> on a hit in New York City. Oh, weird. Okay, wait. Is this the guy who was in the uh, elevator? In the condo? Yes. Who was dismembered? Yes. yes. What? Oh, did you not read this? You need to get back to the Daily Mail every once in a while. I don't. Yeah. It's horrible. And they make me watch videos that I didn't ask to watch. Well, I understand what that. What are you but talking about? So there's a story about... Holly, you probably have it in front of you. I don't. Yeah. So th- this is the story... Tech entrepreneur found, all right, uh, dead. Let's yeah. just say that yeah. inside like, a brutally, lu- brutally, brutally dead. Yeah, luxury Manhattan condo, brutally dead to the point where it seems that they, whoever killed this person, were trying to send a very stern message to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what was the blind item saying? Well, that apparently there is a permanent A-list model who has been under threat of also being mm, Naomi Campbell. Yeah. Mm. Fascinating. And there are all these connections and things and what suitcase carrying hitman who oh, killed you can't and dismembered. Even, don't read it out loud. Oh. It's an inside your head story because yeah. it's so bad. But anyways, yikes. There are some serious baddie bad people out there who want to do bad things. An anti lawyer is saying that these baddie bad people have also tried to take the life 
of Naomi Campbell in the past couple of weeks. Now, mm-hmm. we have nothing to go on. That is just speculation from Mr. NT Lawyer, who writes these blind items. Interesting. Yikes. Okay, well, thank you for that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, to end on. we're going to, well, listen, we'll turn it around when we come back because we're going to take a little trip to one of our favorite geographical locations. It is a an intersection. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, that we call Petty Corner. Get real peony. This one is going to involve Petty Patty. Kathy Griffin when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Everybody journey on down to Petty Corner with us on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Um, what's happening on Petty Corner today? Oh my God, are you guys ready to come on down to Petty Corner? Yes! Petty toot, Corner. Toot. Oh, you're going to toot. Oh, um, well, no, I don't know. Have- and a brat for lunch. Did you have the sauerkraut? I didn't. No. It was the bridge too far. Yeah. Okay, Kathy Griffin. Bridge too far. <laughs> uh, Kathy Griffin, I want to tell you about a tweet. Now, she tweeted about something political, blah, blah, blah. You, put that over there. Just know that she tweeted something about a book that's coming out, and it's a political book, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But in the tweeting of that, she totally threw Andy Cohen under the bus and frankly uh i'm i'm kind of just here for it so um do you remember uh she of course this is not loading the way it's supposed to load do you remember the feud that she got caught up uh in with andy cohen i feel like i don't remember what it was about i really don't but i do remember that you know it like sullied her relationship with um with uh Cooper, Anderson, Cooper, Anderson Cooper. Yeah, that got all tied up and, yeah. and her relationship with, you know, like he the way she, he allegedly treated her when she had a show on Bravo. Right? right. And yep. she basically was like, my show was canceled. But this dude who is essentially in charge of the network just like created a show for himself that wasn't even getting good ratings. Mm-hmm. Right. So she's like had she, and this is why I'm like, it's petty corner people, because she clearly the whole point of this is that she's clearly just trying um, to get attention. But in the this series of tweets that she had, she was talking about Cindy Adams, and she does not like Cindy Adams either, who's mm. like a gossip columnist. Oh, yeah. Page six. Page mm-hmm. six, yep. And um, she retells this story uh, about how, um, you know, Joan Rivers was a friend of Kathy's back in the day, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, when she passed away, Andy Cohen relayed this story, or she relayed the story about Andy Cohen, rather, doing something kind of shady. So she gets to the point in her text thread uh, where she addresses Andy specifically and says that, and I'm going to use some letters, P to the O to the S, Mm -hmm. Andy Cohen texted me the day Joan died, Joan Rivers, with something like, hey, you should take over fashion police. And she goes on to say, like, um, yeah, so my really good friend Joan just died. The last thing I need yeah. is for you to be telling me what I should do with my career. 
her body's not even cold yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she brings in Cindy Adams uh, as a part of that because Cindy Adams apparently relayed this story that she'd been standing over Joan's bed while she was in a coma, wringing her hands in anticipation of getting the fashion police gig. So, so basically like telling further lies. Yeah. Again, this is not news. We know that Kathy Griffin does not like Andy Cohen. We mm-hmm. know, um, well, now we know that she doesn't really care for Cindy Adams. And I'm like, Cindy Adams is still alive. Do you remember when she used to go on like hard copy oh, or yeah. current affair and like tell tales with that other weird gossip columnist, Janet, something or other with the curly hair? Do you I remember her? That up. I don't anyway. remember that. Um, but what I thought was so delightful about this is Kathy Griffin is doing exactly what celebrities should do in this moment, which is she takes a story that has nothing to do with anything and creates an opportunity to get herself headlines. Yeah. So this this all started because of, okay, I'm just going to tell you, that book, The Niece of the President Mm -hmm. wrote. Mm -hmm. So she took that as an opportunity to to then shade Andy Cohen. Which I don't even quite understand. Like, where did the leap happen? Because I'm not there. You know what I mean? So she, because the story was, as I told it to you, meaning Kathy Griffin says Andy Cohen suggested she should take the fashion police gig. Okay. But Cindy Adams retold the story as if it was Kathy Griffin standing over the body of dead Joan Rivers going, I can't wait to get my fashion police gig. Okay, so I get all of that part, but what I don't understand is where the leap happened from the book to this story about Andy Cohen. Do you see what I'm saying? Like somewhere within two tweets. Oh yeah. No, she, that's why I'm saying Yeah, she's genius okay. and, and she's just connecting, <laughs> um, you know, calling Cindy Adams a hot mess and then saying, I'm going to tell you a story about Cindy Adams. That story involved Andy Cohen. So oh that's how gosh. she gets there. But that um, is fascinating. But again, it's just so delightfully shady. Like, Girl, this story had nothing to do with you. And and I will say the reason that I kind of like this story is because Kathy Griffin, you know, she is not she's she's not quite persona non grata in Hollywood right now, but she's darn near close. She has and like she, she has journeyed through every letter on the Hollywood ranking, right? Like yeah. she has been everything from A list to Z list. Yeah. And oftentimes flips within weeks between the letters. Yeah. Absolutely. But now she's been fighting her way back ever since, you know, the thing that she did with the thing. And I'm not even going to go there because it's just not even worth getting into. Mm -mm. Um, But she sort of clawed her way back and she sort of self-funded and self-direct. She is single-handedly trying to bring her career back to life Mm -hmm. after single-handedly, well, almost single-handedly, you know, putting a knife in her career, to put it bluntly. Um she has she has gotten the ability to get her name back at headlines, and that is no small feat. I mean, if you are a celebrity of a certain stature, you can walk outside and get paparazzi to show right. up. But if you are persona non grata in the world of Hollywood and you're able to do this, that's why it kind of, no matter how pathetic and how probably somewhat harmful she, she is actually being to herself, Courtney Stodden, I think, is just delightful because Courtney Stodden knows how to play the game right and she's playing people she's playing hollywood at its own game right. and getting attention as a result now what she does with that 
and you know how she lives her life total two totally separate things but like if you think about courtney sodden for example i can't believe we're now on courtney sodden but if you think quickly about courtney sodden versus um kathy griffin brian, well no oh. but brian austin green in terms of how they manipulate media uh-huh she was able to totally play Brian Austin Green as his own game. Absolutely. And, you know, honestly, like back to Kathy Griffin, I am prepared to say that I think she's probably one of the most dangerous people in Hollywood in the sense that she's highly connected and mm. she knows a lot. Oh, she knows where the bodies are she buried. She knows where the bodies are buried. And, you know, she is just mad enough now that she's like, I don't care. She gives she, zero yeah. you know what. Because she doesn't have anything to lose, right? She's yeah. already lost it all. Well, so now she's, she's figured out a way to make money outside yes. of that system. So now she's like, yeah, I know where the bodies are buried and here are the maps. Oh. And she's just going for it. And I'm here for it on Petty Corner. Uh, as we should be. I did see a trailer for Andy Cohen's... Um, new quibi show oh, did you see this no, oh my no. god i want you to watch it because it's so you're not gonna want to watch it can i get secondhand embarrassment yes. watching this yes oh. he's like i'm gonna tell you all of my secret no, stories no, not you no, guys and no, it's literally not. the example he gives is which celebrity did i fart in front oh, of she i can't i'm no i knew hollywood <laughs> When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to do a little red light or green light, not the schoolyard game. No, we're going to pretend we're TV executives, mm, movie executives, fancy, and decide whether something deserves a sequel after this. On Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.